Welcome to the fourth episode of the Randomonium Podcast. In this episode, me and some classmates are going to be discussing Shakespeare and one of his most famous plays, Romeo and Juliet. Okay, just before I play the conversation, some of the dialogue got cut out, but I, it should hopefully still make sense. As we mentioned in the last segment part, uh, Shakespeare of course is a classic, and what makes it so good was how well he ri- uh, wrote his play. Um, it's of the highest quality, and that's why it's lasted. It's kind of what we talked about. Um, but something that was interesting is that he was only around uh, between 25 and 27 when he wrote the play. Uh, what do you guys think about that? 20, um, I mean, there's a lot of young writers and stuff like that. I mean, uh, I mean, I can't think of any because I don't actually know the age of most writers. But yeah. I assume there are lots of because I know people in like our club. Well, there are people in our class who write, probably. Probably. Uh, oh, oh, and, like, people at this time, they lived a lot less longer. Like, they died around, like, yeah, 40, 50 true. years old. So, so I mean, that was, that is past, like, the average, middle like, of your, if you're, like, what? Did you say, like, 27? Yeah, it was, like, around. Yeah, around if you're, like, 27, yeah, that's, like, more than halfway through your life. Yeah, so, so, like, nowadays, like, that would be, like, writing when you're, like, 50. 40, 50, yeah. Yeah, mm. old man. And like, Big old, you know. things were pretty, ages were pretty different at the time, you know. You guys know anything about that? So, um, I, well, I wanted to go into the age difference between Romeo and Juliet. Oh, um, yeah. During the play, Julie was written as a 13-year-old girl, and Young Romeo girl. was 16, 17, Well, he was, they, they never gave him an age, but they I They said assume. mid to late teens. But they, they were also trying to get um, uh, Juliet to marry a man who was like, what, 30? Was he thir- No, I pa- mean, Paris? I watched... I think, I think so. I think Really? Because then I, I watched, uh, or at least they adapted that, like, 96 movie, uh, and, like, it was... Uh, the person she was supposed to marry was played by Ant-Man. Who, who played Oh, Paul Rudd? Paul, Paul Rudd, Paul yeah. Rudd. yeah. And he, like, he looked around the same age. So I oh, don't okay. know. But they might have just changed that because it would look really weird to, if they were trying to get like it. Yeah, but yeah, also, but yeah, Paul, Paul Rudd, he doesn't really age. Like, he's looked the same. No, like, but the yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. yeah, okay, yeah, 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 I make a good point there. I haven't watched that for but when we do. Um, yeah, but now like the social norms have changed a lot, and but like kind of makes sense. Yeah. It's been like what, like four hundred, four hundred years, years, yeah, four hundred years. And we're still learning. Um, it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And we're still we're still talking about uh, Romeo and Juliet, and yeah. um, but uh, it's like in this part especially of uh, this like this aspect of this play um, with the age difference um, and marrying so young. Juliet was. Like, she was expected to be married, like 13, 14, 15, and that's like the, that was the average age at that time. Yeah. And yeah, have a have a kid. Be mama. I think I think what's interesting is the fact that like even though their norms are so different from now, it's still a relatable play, and that's still why we study. I mean, like now, if you married someone who's like an adult, it would be illegal. Yeah, exactly. And um, also, most it's so weird, like even for people to marry at like eighteen. Yeah, like yeah. the average age is what, like yeah. twenty five now at least. I think it's think probably the mar- yeah. average marriage is like thirty. Thirty. Is it thirty? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. It's a, it's I a mean, but usually now. you meet the person you're gonna marry earlier. You know, like yeah. you get married later, but Didn't, like I'd assume you meet you're them together in for your quite a few years. Romeo yeah. and Juliet knew each other for like six hours. 
Yep. <laughs> like one day, and they're like, I'm in love. No, not even, not even one day. It's yeah. like half a day, and you're like, all right, I just gotta, get, I gotta marry this person. I, I guess. Yeah. Let's that, get it. Yeah. That was, that was hey, pretty. You that, wanna marry me? <laughs> <laughs> not that was, that was, that was pretty hey, unrealistic, yo. or just, yeah. It was a little, it was a little, maybe not unrealistic, because it might have been normal at that time. But um, now we would, no one our age would. Definitely, yeah. There's definitely some. You know, you gotta look at it from an old perspective and realize that he yeah. wrote these things at that time. Yeah, and uh, definitely, he d definitely didn't think that we'd be going back and criticizing him for his age gap <laughs> yeah. 400 years later. But. He was probably like, I'm gonna move them a little bit up, you know, like normally it would be like 12 and 30, but I'm thinking, you know what, we make this more appealing so this can age well, you know, we'll make it 13 and 18 and then they'll age forever. There's never gonna be a time when you can't date them. 13 year old when you're 18 and right 400 guys? years later he's and pretty wrong you can't really date a 13 year old yeah. yeah I know but like in 400 years that 13 year old would be <laughs> four, <laughs> four, 413 <laughs> well, no really Matthew yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> you think they'd still be alive no corpse mm -hmm. corpse alright going back to um going back to his plays and written uh what he wrote I definitely think as a career, uh, I don't see how he made it through. Uh, we learned in class there was many other things far away from where he was, the more popular area. Uh, a lot more fun sports and games he could be able to play. Uh, people would go and gamble, they would smoke, they would drink, they would do things called bear baiting, where they would chain a bear to a wall and send dogs at it until seven dogs died or the bear was bitten to death. So they yeah. definitely had some interesting pastimes. Um, yeah. I mean, PETA didn't exist, so. <laughs> I don't know. What do you guys think of that? Like, I mean, as as they were vegan. as a <laughs> as a struggling actor or playwright, like knowing that there's other things people would do for fun, like sports and things like that. Uh, how would you? I don't know. How would you think of that? Like personally, I would think, oh, why even bother writing? So many fun things, to, fun sports over there to play. I know, like, that. like yeah. bear fighting. What? Bear baiting. Bear baiting. They literally just like. Yeah, but did, do you think they had bear boxing? Like, is WWE but with bears? Because that, that kind of sounds. No, but how do you think a bear would put on a. <laughs> no, but like, it's like a boxer goes in and just a one, one v one with a bear, you he know? Would, he would get creamed. <laughs> <laughs> the bear would paint the ring <laughs> with that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Other sports were kind of odd. I mean, back then, only the rich could really do sports. There are things, for rich people at least, there are things like fencing, tennis, and archery. Um, they had games of archery where they would put something called a clout, which is a little pin in the middle of a painted circle, and they would try and hit it. Yeah. Um, there were some pretty crazy yeah. sports yeah. back then. Some pretty crazy sports. There was, there was one, one sport where... Um, I've been wanting to put this on the second I read it off the internet. I wanted to put in this podcast where a, uh, a guy or whoever would go to a shop. He'd drop something expensive like a ring and ask the shop owner to help him look for it with a candle. Uh, he would drop the candle by accident and ask the shop owner to go and relight it. And while the guy was upstairs relighting it, he'd just steal everything in the store and run off. How's that a game? That's, That's a just sport. called a robbery. No, it's, called, it's, called, it's called bat fouling. <laughs> the officer goes like, what, what the hell are you doing with all this? This Julia officer. I'm just a big sportsman. Very competitive. Yeah. Very, it's like very soccer, competitive. But I get free stuff. Exactly. <laughs> it's like soccer, but uh, there's no ball, and uh, 
There's no it's team. It's like soccer, except run. there's no ball, and there's no team, and it's not a sport. I just rob people. In the, in the sports aspect, I am running away from the shop owner who does chase me. Yeah, yep. I get some good yep. cardio. I don't understand how they would consider that a sport, though. So I don't that, know. That might, just, might have just been an excuse to, like, it just probably, It probably was, honestly. It probably but, I mean, was. did they get away with it? Did they go to court, and they were like... We sentence you to wait. It was a sport. It was a sport. We're the all fi- good. The it's, fi- not, it's not like they pulled someone over playing soccer on like a grass. Like if we we're at the grass pitch behind us, if someone's playing soccer, it's not like we'd be like, stop it, stop it. I, hands in the air. I don't want to see that sport. Yeah, it's the five finger discount. Yeah. yeah. You guys heard of that? No, what? but I, I don't. Five finger discount? Oh, it's basically oh, just stealing. Yeah. You uh, grab it with your hand. Five finger discount. So there were definitely were some crazy things. People had to get creative in order to get exercise. It really, it really didn't. The Elizabethan era was not the time for sports unless you were rich or rich. So um, yeah, people, I think one of the more sophisticated games for children was tag. So Sophisticated. 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 Tag. They would... Tag, yes. Was tag even a thing no, 100 years ago? It was. That's, that's a game that children play. If that's sophisticated, oh. was the basic game just called Trip? Yeah. <laughs> basic fall over. <laughs> fall over. Fun. Who could hit the ground first? As I was saying, the rhyme scheme kind of threw me off, even in the modern day version and in the old one. It was kind of, uh... It was a bit, it was a bit complicated, but when you looked at it, it actually, every second line rhymed. I forgot what the word was for it, but that... Even, rhyme. especially... No, not just the word. Especially in the modern day version, I found it was kind of odd. Uh, I think in the, what was it, the, 19th, the original one? The 1968. Yeah, 1968 one. We might be wrong, we might just be saying the wrong. We might be. I don't know, whichever one was the older one, it definitely, it kind of worked better since it was an older time, but especially with the modern one, it didn't, definitely didn't really work as um, there are modern characters speaking like old time Shakespearean talk, which uh, definitely threw me off. So that's something I maybe didn't like as much about the play. How about you guys? I mean, for me, like the dialogue's not bad or anything. It's just, it's just like old English. And for me, I'm just, I'm not a big fan of that. Like, I would have liked if it was like in the '90s movie if it was modernized dialogue. But then again, I feel like the old dialogue really brought out like the ability to try to be creative because they had to like yeah. they had to name like the guns they used like sword nine millimeter that was that was pretty that was pretty good so they yeah. had to do a lot of creative things to make the dialogue make sense with the new story yeah um what do you guys think about like the the overall feel of the story like the mood the tone i'm not sure um especially i think in the original it was use the original as the example the tone was always like sad or like i don't know romeo comes out as like the most depressed character for uh the first i don't know first bit so i definitely the romeo character didn't really appeal to me for the first bit of the play he always seems just a bit depressed kind of hung over on a woman yeah. i don't know he kind of he kind of seemed a bit sad but but then he got over her in like yeah a, yeah a second and then, and then he was like oh more people yeah. But I don't know the tone, the, the tragedy tone slash romantic tone is just not. not what do you guys think? Really, the message of this would be like there's a lot of stories. Uh, most stories they the all message, have a message. Huh? The message is what's it, what's what's Shakespeare trying to tell us? If you fall in love, you'll die. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I feel like I feel like it's more just. I mean, I don't know. I still think the message there that like life doesn't always work out is important because I mean. That's obviously like a theme in it, or else, you know, they would have gotten together because they both died. And like, 
what? They do. Yeah, I know, I know. It's just they just they die. They die. I don't know. I think what Shakespeare is trying to say is just that uh, even the most elaborate plans, when not thought about, are pretty dumb. No, no, no. That's not definitely not the message. But like, hey, this is a I pretty guess elaborate even, podcast. Even way. like, even the happiest people can like suffer from pressure. Right? And they they were pretty like they were they were young and yeah. Dumb, like, like so. I guess tragedy could happen to anyone. Is another. It's hard, hard for me personally. I don't know. I don't know you guys to pinpoint one message because like there's a lot of yeah. different events. I mean, I feel like yeah, he went in like Shakespeare tried to say a lot in this play, and that's probably why wasn't it like just the dialogue is like three hours? Three hours. But yeah. The actual plays on So that's like cut out a whole bunch. It's like end game. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Randomonium Podcast. If you liked it, feel free to subscribe so you can catch my next episode as soon as it comes out.